Hello, Radioheads. I'm so sorry for the long pause. Lack of planning and the business skyrocketing has caused a few hiccups, but it's all good in the hood. This is The Age of Jeremy, Season 1, Episode 14, Building Blocks, Part 4. Now what? Jeremy is back active on Instagram. I don't know if you remember my vision board, but it says I should be at around, I don't know, 10,000 followers. And I'm at around 620. Actually, I just looked a few moments ago and I think I'm down to 615. Totally failed at that. But the good news is JV Impacts is at around 12,000, which is fucking amazing. Again, this is being recorded, I think, on July 7th, 2018 at 142 in the afternoon. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about was trying to get back on building an Instagram strategy. And I'm trying to put some new goals together. And I really want to focus on this Instagram strategy because of the new Instagram TV, which I think is fucking phenomenal. So if you haven't checked it out, you can download the app. There might, it was a little, I was a little confused on it and I didn't do much research before I started recording this as far as the Instagram TV goes, but on my app, it's right at the top, but on Danielle's app, there's nothing there. So, and then I was having a hard time recording some of the, some of the actual videos. So I went ahead and Uh, downloaded the actual Instagram TV app, and I was able to get some videos up. So if you want to check those out, head on over to Age of Jeremy on Instagram. Make sure that you follow me. Uh, Age of Jeremy is our Age of Radio slash Age of Jeremy Instagram page for the time being, so you can get updates on Age of Jeremy and uh, Age of Radio. There's only one man that can help me with the Instagram, and that is John Vasquez. However, that man is super busy, but lucky for me, I know what to do. Not give a shit about the Instagram algorithm, which is something that I learned from John Vasquez and another gentleman named Gary Vaynerchuk. And with Gary Vaynerchuk, it's all about engagement. And the Gary Vaynerchuk $1.80 rule is the way that John Vasquez was able to get to 12,000 followers in about six months. Actually, to be honest with you, it actually only picked up and took about three months. So he really technically got 12,000 followers in three months, which is phenomenal. And what he did was he used the dollar and 80 cents strategy by Gary Vaynerchuk. Let's make it up right here on the spot. I want you to start deploying the 18 cent strategy. You're gonna drop a dollar eighty a day, two cents at a time, nine top posts times ten different hashtags every day, and that will massively build up your audience. You're gonna leave a dollar eighty in karma, a dollar eighty in community, a dollar eighty in your thoughts. You're not gonna spam. I see people in my account all the time. Follow me, follow me. You're not gonna spam. Yeah. You're gonna be part of the gratitude, thankful, be present, choose happiness, positivity community. Shane, everybody wants to talk. The way to win is to listen and then contribute. Everybody wants to talk. 
Everybody wants to put a picture of themselves like you looking cool running, but I looked at your social and just like 99% of people watching, nobody's listening yet. That's okay. That's not discouraging to me. Nobody listened to me at first either. Let me say it one more time. For over a year, nobody watched my goddamn shows on, on YouTube. The way to be discovered is to either put out great content, have one great piece of content go viral and then everybody discovers you, or the way I like it, become part of the community. You will pick up three to four followers a day that are meaningful. That means you'll get 100 meaningful people in a month. That means you'll put out a piece of content and if one of them is special, that's, it's just amazing how it works. But this will keep you fresh. You know what's also great about it? The hidden great part of this. You're gonna get exposure, you're gonna get some followers, you're gonna contribute and be a great community member, but you're also gonna learn because you're gonna watch and consume 90 pieces of content that are doing well on Instagram, which is then gonna inspire and help you strategize the content that you yourself are gonna put out on Instagram. That's a good use of three hours a day. In the morning, during your lunch break, when you get home, tried and true, every day, Gratitude, empathy, kindness, striving, motivation, motivational Monday. You pick the hashtags, they're unlimited, and they all have a top nine. I want you to do that 89 more times today. Now, in case you missed it, because my man Gary V, or Gary Vey, he can uh, spit pretty fast or talk pretty fast. So let me break it down a little bit. Essentially what the $1.80 strategy looks like is you find a niche hashtag or a niche hashtag. And with that niche hashtag, so for for instance, with HVRADO, it would be, say, uh, podcasting or podcast life. So I would go to the search and I would search podcast life and I would look up that tag. And in that tag, it brings up the top posts. And traditionally, there's nine posts. There's three columns of three or yes, three columns of three. And so there's nine top posts. Well, what you do is you look at those posts, you read those posts, and you engage in that posts. And the way Gary Vee says it is you put in your two cents on each of those posts. Then what you do is you do this with nine more hashtags. So you do it a total of 10 times. So two cents times nine is 18, and 18 times 10 is 180. And that's the reason why it's called the $1.80 strategy. And again, why is it important? The way to win is to listen and then contribute. Everybody wants to talk. You involve yourself in the community. It's about targeting the right people. Now, I'm becoming the leading authority on podcasting. So now I really want to take some of that knowledge and really engage with the community. But I don't want it to be all about listen to this podcast, listen to this podcast, listen to this podcast, try out this microphone. Maybe you should do use this audio. It's about me finding out about other people's content and engaging in that content. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're part of the Age of Jeremy community. As we move forward with this engagement in the community on Instagram, that's going to trickle over to the Age of Radio engagement, say on Facebook hopefully getting our Facebook group back up, and then also engaging with people with education and e-learning, which is one of the next big steps that I really want to focus on. And we call that again, Age of Radio Mercury. But Age of Radio again is expanding. So you can find all of our shows now, except for Murder Under the Midnight Sun, which I'm getting to put on there here this weekend, hopefully. Um, So it might be there by the time you hear this podcast. But you can go to Apple now 
uh, on Apple Podcasts, and you can just search Age of Radio, and it'll pull up our provider page, and you can check out all of the Age of Radio podcasts there. Again, just type in Age of Radio. So right now, we have actually seven podcasts. We have JV Impacts, we have Age of Jeremy, and we have Bones on Sports. Those are all original podcasts. Now we have syndicated other podcasts on what we call our podcast network, The Syndicate. There's Learning to Curse, which is a paranormal podcast. There's Girl in the Valley, which is a society and subculture of dating within uh, Silicon Valley. And then there's Color Me Dead, which is a a podcast for um, people that enjoy humor along with true crime. And then we also just announced and just released another podcast on our syndicate called Murder Under the Midnight Sun. And essentially, it's a relaunch of another podcast, but now it's going to be on the Age of Radio Network. Its host, Ari, follows murders that take place in Alaska. So you should be able to see it now, and I'm going to be working on getting that on all of the other podcast distribution channels. But then we have one more podcast that's going to be coming out. And that podcast is called the Dark and Stormy Podcast. Now, the Dark and Stormy Podcast is hosted by a mystery host, which is really interesting, but it's produced by Ari, the woman who hosts and produces Murder Under the Midnight Sun. So I think that uh, a lot of people that like paranormal, true crime, um, and the strange and unusual, I think that they'll really enjoy Murder Under the Midnight Sun and the Dark and Stormy Podcast. So make sure that you follow us on Age of Jeremy so you can get updates on that and then follow Age of Radio on Facebook. In August, we have our first branded podcast launching from Helton Brewing. Now, as you know, hopefully you know, uh, Helton Brewing is a brewery that's down at 24th Street and Indian School in Phoenix, Arizona. And essentially, John and I built a relationship with there. John sits on the board of Habitat for Humanity, and one of the investors of Helton Brewing also sits on the board for Habitat for Humanity. And through their communication with each other, uh, he recommended that John do his book launch for Royds to Riches at Helton Brewing. Now, the book launch, it went pretty good. Um, I think we sold about 50 books that day. But what was more exciting about it was the ability for us to connect. So then Lynette Vasquez, John's wife, recommended, why don't we do like a networking thing there every month, which turned into the JV Impacts Motivation Mixer. So what we do is we get someone to come in um, from uh, out in the community. So our most recent one was Stephanie from Tricor Fitness, which is right down the street from Helton Brewing um, on Indian School. And uh, they focus on um, uh, Pilates and other uh, types of functional fitness. Uh, and, and mainly about living a healthy lifestyle, not trying to be like a supermodel or what you see in the magazines, which is phenomenal. But anyway, so we'll take Stephanie, for example. Stephanie came to our last motivation mixer and John did an interview with him or with her. So from six to seven, we usually do like a networking event. And then from seven to seven thirty, we do the interview and then we kind of discuss and talk a little bit about that, uh, about um everything afterwards or more networking, I guess you could say. And so from that, I decided that it would be a great idea because one of the best things about life is sharing stories with people. I am not the best storyteller. I uh, enjoy listening to stories and I enjoy learning about new um, new ideas and um, having new thoughts about things and 
and and improving my intellect and and learning, I guess. And I think one of the best ways that we learn is from sharing stories. And which is one of the reasons why Buddhism has always um, intrigued me is because it's usually someone telling a story or the Buddha telling a story to um, uh, his followers or to the lay people. And so from that, when I used to drink, which I don't drink anymore um, for personal reasons, but when I used to drink, I used to love going out with people and drinking and and sharing stories. And so sharing stories and drinking, um, especially within a brewery setting, I think uh, is something that's amazing. And so I engage Helton Brewing and I ask them, well, why don't we do a podcast where I interview people? We put the John Vasquez JV uh, Motivation Mixer interview on it. And then it's just a way for you to advertise uh, Helton Brewing. And it's a way for me to get uh, good at uh, engaging with other people and interviewing people um, to tell stories. And so we we decided to launch that and Helton Brewing thought it was a really good idea. And we're going to focus on that right now. And which is good because Age of Jeremy season one is coming to an end while I start to prepare for season two, but it'll also allow me to have more time to do some of these interviews with people. And so that that podcast is going to be called Helton Brewing Presents JV's Ordinary to Extraordinary. And I think that that's a great title because one of the, the, the main pieces of JV Impacts is, is helping people go from ordinary to extraordinary. So make sure that you stay on the lookout for that. And then we also have another Age of Radio original podcast that's going to be coming out, uh, and that's going to be called The Amusing Mama Podcast. And that's kind of a working title, but I think that that's what we're going to be going with. And its host, her name's Candace Stinger. She has a podcast, I'm sorry, she has a blog called Amusing Mama that focuses on women in the workplace uh, and women who are mothers and how they balance their work-life balance, how they balance being a wife um, and learning and growing and getting an education and all things of that nature. So you can head on over to amusingmama.com. So that's A and then amusing, M-U-S-I-N-G, mama, M-O-M-M-A.com and check out the Amusing Mama blog. And then the Amusing Mama podcast is going to be coming in August. So stay tuned for that. And then the last thing that I want to kind of give everybody an update on is that uh, we are going to be releasing an Age of Radio original paranormal podcast. So kind of stay in tune for that. It's going to be a little bit different than learning to curse. Uh, It's going to be, it's not going to be as uh, humorous as learning to curse. I'm a regular on the learning to curse podcast because I just enjoy, enjoy hanging out with my friends and talking and Charlie and Adam were my best friends growing up and reconnecting with them has been very, uh, very special for me and very liberating and spiritual and, and getting me to this whole new place in my life. And so I enjoy doing that just for fun. Um, but then we have another podcast that I'm not going to be a part of. Um, it's by two separate guys. I'm not going to mention them who they are now, but they're going to be doing a new paranormal podcast. That's a little bit more, um, focused on, uh, uh, going more deep with topics. And so the, that's really what we have in store for right now. And then um, there's going to be a second season of Age of Jeremy coming out. I decided to renew the podcast because it's my podcast, I guess. I don't know how long that I'll be doing it, but I, I would like to continue to doing a season of Age of Jeremy as long as I am alive. And that's really what the experiment is, is to be able to look back at this and be a journal of someone's life their entire life. Uh, and, and I'm really excited for that. And I, I look forward to, to that piece of it. 
So the very, very last update <laughs> before I move on is that um, because we're working on these different shows and there's different time zones, the remainder of the Age of Jeremy episodes will be coming out to you on Saturday. I think I mentioned it as Thursday once. Um, and I mentioned it to other people as Thursday, but I'm going to have them come out on Saturday. I kind of want to experiment how that drives our uh, downloads on Saturday into Sunday and into Monday, uh, because most of our podcasts come out middle of the week. And I really want to get some more shows that are coming out on the weekends and seeing how we can spread out our lineup and our um, programming times. You know, because when you think about it, a podcast network is really just like a uh, television network or a radio network, and we need to fill slots. And so, uh, I'm, I'm trying to fill those slots so we can have content that's always coming out to people not to, well, I guess kind of the, the strategy behind it is, is I want there to be so much age of radio out there that when people just think of podcasting, they think of age of radio. And so, uh, uh, so one of those, the ways to do that is to have enough shows on enough of the time slots throughout the day where people are always getting uh, introduced to age of radio podcasts throughout the, the day and throughout the week. Um, so that's something that I'm really going to focus on, but I'm going to release the rest of the age of Jeremy, except for bonus episodes out on Saturday. So this will actually be coming out. Um, I'm recording it on July 7th. So actually I might actually release this tonight. We'll, we'll see how it goes. If you don't hear this on July 7th, then that means I didn't release it on July 7th. Uh, so it'll be out on July 14th. Before we get into uh, Building Blocks Part 4, let's go ahead and uh, hear about a, uh, an Age of Radio podcast. Christine asks, what is the best way to bring awareness to your brand when first starting up? Christine, <laughs> I mean, have you watched 177? I mean, there's a million things you can do. <laughs> I mean, PR is still a basic tried and true, meaning like show up on blogs and be interviewed and show up on a blab and show up on a Periscope and things you can do without a PR company and paying them two to $5,000 a year. Just hack, go on, you know. I mean, this is really, like, this is almost tiresome. So, What's her name? Christine. Christine, I'm sorry, but like, this is like, I mean, this is literally like, hey, Gary, Recap everything you've been talking about for nine years. I mean, I'd almost rather you just Google my name and get those answers this way, but I'll pander to the context of the show. I'm a little bit pissed off at you, India, for this question. This makes no sense. There's a million things. Create content. Use social networks. All of this stuff now doesn't cost money. See, the reason I love social media is it's layered on top of the internet, and it doesn't cost you money. It costs you talent and time, but it doesn't cost you money. Like, email HuffPo and say, I want to I wanna guest blog. Okay. And then you talk about your stuff. I mean, it's so easy. Influencers, send them free product. I have no idea what your product or service is, but there's so many ways to get exposure. I get that I'm good at it, but the blueprint has been absolutely laid out for so many people. It's content creation, and it's, it's content and distribution at its most basic form, content and distribution. The distribution game has changed so much over the last decade. The YouTubes and Facebooks and Twitters and Snapchats, they all work if you know how to use them. It's a tool, right? Like if I don't know how to use a wrench, it's not valuable to me. If you don't know how to use YouTube, it won't be valuable to you. But what you need to do is you need to figure out how to make them valuable or hire or partner with somebody that will make it valuable for you. But the the ability to get exposure now has never been easier. The problem is that means everybody's going into that game and it kilters the supply and demand of attention and so now everybody's got an at-bat and now the cream has to rise to the top. We are a startup. We want ubiquity. One of the things that worked really, really well with JV Impacts 
is that we spent a lot of time and we spent a lot of money creating brand awareness. It's all about content and distribution. Now, we have a podcast that we release every single day, every fucking day. And let me tell you, it is rough doing that every single day. John records the episodes. He drops them into a SharePoint site. I pull them from that Microsoft SharePoint site, and then I put them into Cubase. I edit them, and we make sure that there is an episode coming out. I shouldn't say every every day because it's not on the weekends, but Monday through Friday, JV Impacts comes out for people. And uh, that takes a lot of editing and a lot of time, even though it's a really short podcast, to make sure that something's coming out every single day. But that was really, really important to us because of the content and the distribution of that content and getting it out to people. And through that, JV Impacts has been able to become a very global podcast. Uh, We're in the United States, obviously. We're in Canada. We're in Australia, the United Kingdom, South Africa, Spain, Norway, India, Republic of Korea, Denmark, France, Latva, Lativa, Lativa. I don't even know how to pronounce that country. I'm going to have to look that up later. And so we're all over the world and we're building a brand because we're building a global brand because people can join JV Impact's three-team method fat shredding and do it all virtually with John Vasquez. And so we have people that are all across the country. We even train uh, a gentleman in Dubai who is a professional bodybuilder because John's considered the intermittent fasting guy. That that concept of intermittent fasting and how strong John is at it went all the way to Dubai and a person that was doing Ramadan reached out to him and said, hey, you're the intermittent fasting guy. I'm a professional bodybuilder. I need your help staying lean during my fasting periods. And John was able to, while he was going through Ramadan, able to put 10 pounds on this guy, which is fantastic. I'm assuming that's 10 pounds of muscle. I never followed up with that, but I'm assuming it's 10 pounds in a good way. <laughs> um, so... So I think that that's amazing. And the point of that was to just put content out, great content, and then make sure that we were distributing it as much everywhere as possible. And and what this is called is ubiquity. Ubiquity is the first step to an advertising plan. It's about getting your name out there. Ubiquity is a synonym that means for everywhere. And it's something that you teach in marketing because it's this concept of getting your name everywhere. It's really important because your first step is to get your name everywhere and then to find out the type of people that enjoy your stuff. Once you find out the type of people that enjoy your stuff, then the most important thing becomes to get it in front of the right people. Now, Facebook is able to do this very well because the way that they do their advertising and most advertisers are able to do this really, really well. And that's the point of advertising. But the reason you get it in front of everyone first, like I said, is so you can create enough data to create some analytics to find out who's really listening to your podcast or who's really buying your brand um, or who's really listening to your YouTube channel or whatever the case is. So then you can start targeting a core market. Now, once you find your core market, You start targeting those people. You target them through things like Facebook groups, through email marketing. And then as you understand this concept of creating content and getting it to people, then you'll find other ways to distribute that content to people. What you do in this portion of the marketing plan is you talk about the activities that you're going to do to find, engage, and target your demographic. And in case I kind of skipped it because we started off with a Gary Vay video, this is the the marketing plan piece of your your business plan. 
Now, some of the things that I have in my business plan are uh, social media. Originally, one of my tactics was uh, at Age of Radio, uh, we wanted to have a Facebook group called Age of Radio Heads. However, I'm not really managing it. I'm not really managing managing it. And if you're not managing it, then nothing really happens with it. And that's really what's happening. So I'm not really creating any content for it, but it's still part of my long-term strategy. I just don't have a plan for it right now because my time's really focused on getting ads for our new syndicate shows um, and helping uh, JV Impacts for some of the strategies that we have coming up. Now, the podcast awards... um, was tied into this piece. But then I realized the podcast awards are essentially, it's really its own brand. So although we are still doing our podcast awards, eventually we will be part of, eventually the podcast awards will be part of a separate podcast. And we'll talk about more of that in the future, I hope. Now, what is working great is uh, cross-promotion. This is the point of having the, the network. Now, Megaphone by Penapoli has uh, been a great solution for us. I'm just not sure how it will look when I get the bill because there was some back and forth and confusion on the pricing, which I am legally not allowed to discuss. However, I took out the largest line of credit I have ever had um, to make sure that I can pay for it. So um, I should be able to maintain it um, and hopefully we'll start having uh, ad revenue coming in to help uh, meet the uh, expenses that I'm putting out having this podcast network. The next part of my plan is uh, to create a tribe. Now, a tribe is really a community of people that are about your brand. So like podcasting. Now, Age of Radio will be one of the top, the the one-stop shops of everything podcasting, which means I need to create what? I need to create more content, more free content. One of the biggest parts about building a tribe is education. Now, Age of Radio Mercury Uh, videos and templates that help creators with not only podcasting, but all kinds of content. That's what Age of Radio Mercury is. Now, then this content creates more brand awareness. The point is that for your business, whatever it is, you need to focus on creating ubiquity. Pinpoint the people that like your stuff and target them. You do this through social media. You do this through ads. You do it through content creation, and you do it through distribution. Now, I know I kind of breezed over um, that, that part of the what we were talking about in the last segment, but essentially it was the marketing plan piece of your business plan. Once you're really done with that, the rest of the business plan is essentially organizational processes and structure. The organizational process is important because if you create strong processes and workflows, then you can stay consistent. This is also what separates you and me from the small business owner that works for himself. Again, there's the small business owner, which is just someone who employs themselves. And then there's the enterprise or the CEO or the, 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 the chairman of the board that owns the company or whatever have you. They create processes and workflows so things can continue to move forward without them being an employee for that company. In the Age of Radio organizational process, we talk about what steps and processes we have in place to grow our audience. It talks about how we are going to target podcasts and how we're going to target brands. It talks about our revenue split with our shows and then how to create a studio to make sure we are keeping up with the show demands and creating better shows. 
you need to level up and start thinking like an enterprise, not like a small business owner. That's one of the biggest mistakes that I see in the clients that I manage on a daily basis at the, the bank is that they run themselves like they're an employee and they run themselves like a small business. They don't run themselves like an enterprise. The structure of your company is how your hierarchy looks. And that's another piece of this organizational piece and the hierarchy piece. For example, Age of Radio LLC is managed by an S corporation. Okay, that's part of the structure of the business. The management team consists of a chief executive officer, currently myself, chief operating officer, chief learning officer, chief revenue officer, chief marketing officer, chief information officer. Then what you do is you build out from that hierarchy and you discuss things like um, your, in my case, my VP of original shows, my VP of network shows, and then this goes on and on. And it's a guide to figure out all of the pieces that you need to scale your business. And that's really important when you're starting out, even if you're not using all of it right away, but it puts a plan in place, gets it out into the universe, I guess, and it helps you as you grow your enterprise or your business. October Revolution Corporation, the company that owns Age of Radio, wants to make sure that all subsidiaries have an advisory board. The hard part about this is that most of the people I want on my advisory board don't know what the fuck it is. Essentially, it's a group of three to five people that help guide you when you have questions. One of them may be an expert in marketing or finance, or one of them may be an entrepreneur. That being said, I encourage you to research advisory boards. Um, The best place to find them is on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, type in advisory board. Now, I feel that all startups should really have an advisory board. They are usually compensated, the people that are on the the advisory board, and they're usually compensated with very small shares of ownership um, in your company. Or you may find people that really want to add being on an advisory board to their resumes, which um, looks really good on a resume. So some people might even do it for free just so they can put it on their resume. And that's really it for the business plan. There's not really much else to it. Uh, There is a, a, that's really it for the business plan. The last piece is what's called a uh, appendix. And within that appendix, you put in any notes that you want to add. within the the business plan portion that references those notes in the appendix. Um, And then you also want to put in all of the models and the numbers that you used to prove your points within the business plan. And we're going to talk about that a little bit next time because it's really going to help, uh, help drive home the point about why it's important to build a model um, for your revenue and for your expenses, because then what you can do is you can show your business plan to other people. It really drives your points home. And also it really helps when you're going to try to find investors. If you're listening to this in the morning, have a good afternoon. If you're listening to this in the afternoon, have a good evening. If you're listening to this in the evening, have a good night. Can't get enough Age of Radio. Make sure to check out ageofradio.org. This episode of Age of Jeremy was recorded, mixed, and mastered using Steinberg's Cubase. Age of Jeremy uses Audio-Technica headphones and Audio-Technica mics. Special thanks to Gary Vaynerchuk for letting me steal his videos. Our intro song was Us Vs. Them, and our closing song was How Can I Get Back to You, both by the band 
for the win from their 2017 album, Heavy Thoughts. Thank you, Victory Records, one of our sponsors, and check you later. Yeah.